Hi guys, welcome back to the Thick Fit Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly here and Courtney Jones. Courtney, how was your weekend? How are you doing today? Um, I'm good. Today has been kind of blurry. I feel like just like a busy weekend and then getting back to like work and everything on a Monday. Um, just so busy. Like the day Mondays, I feel like always just like fly by. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this weekend was a lot of fun. So if you guys didn't see on my social media, um, I prepped one of my clients for a, their first body bodybuilding competition show show so she competed in bikini so this was actually my first time as well um so it was a learning experience for both of us but we had been working together since you know the end of 2020 so it was just like a fun kind of thing that we did together and she really wanted to do it um naturally so she competed in a natural show this weekend so that was this weekend full of just like excitement and so much fun. And Hannah was going to be there, um, but she couldn't make it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, but other than that, um, just getting her ready, getting her up on stage, we did open our pool this weekend as well. So this is the weekend before Memorial day weekend. So we're really excited to, to get the pool back open, which is if you ever have owned a pool, that is a big task within itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's how's your week weekend going? Yeah, no, it was good. Um, like Courtney said, we had our first Courtney's client, our first team PPF babe Nina compete. Um, and she looked freaking amazing. So I was literally just living through Courtney and her at her competition. <laughs> I couldn't be there. I actually figured out I had COVID, which was like the weirdest situation. I like I don't get sick that often. I was sick like last weekend. And then throughout the week, I thought I felt better. And then throughout the week, I just felt kind of foggy, which was like, whatever. Like I went about my week as usual. And then the other day I lose my taste and I'm like, oh my God, I, I think I have COVID, which I felt bad. Cause I'm like, I didn't know that all week. I, I don't go in public a lot, but like I was going to the gym because I had no idea that I had COVID. I thought I just had a little bug and I got over it. But when I lost my taste, I was like, oh my gosh, it was the weirdest situation ever. I still can't really taste that well, but um, I tested positive for COVID. So, so I, it was like the worst timing. So I couldn't go watch <laughs> compete. Um, plus I couldn't taste my food, which really like, I didn't realize how much I missed tasting like my chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That would really suck not to be able to like taste your food, which I feel like whenever I'm just like sick, it, it's hard to like eat your food and like taste your food because you know, you're yeah. normally like stuck. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, that is really weird how you like lose your taste though with, with COVID like smell and taste and things like that too. Did you lose your smell or do you still have your smell? A little, I was lighting, I got these like really awesome Yankee candles like a month ago and I'm like, I'm going to light these candles and see if I can smell them. (laughs) It's like when I, like I had them lit downstairs and I was like just cleaning upstairs because I've just like been just doing random things around the house. I came downstairs and I felt like I could smell like, I'm like, it smells fresh, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm just like making myself think I kept like overthinking. I'm like, do I smell this? <laughs> um, but I feel like I can like I got this like carb master milk a few weeks ago and I've been getting it and I feel like I can kind of taste it a little bit now um and like certain like spicy stuff I can taste so I'm glad I'm getting it back because like I've I have a client that like she got she got COVID last year and she still hasn't gotten her taste back and I'm like I was like is that gonna be me <laughs> but I'm slowly getting it back and I've heard people lose it for a few days and get it right back so yeah. on, on the up from here and I feel fine I literally feel fine I was probably on the tail end of it because some people lose 
like their taste towards the end of it or like after it. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to be done with it, <laughs> but I'm thankful that I wasn't really sick. <laughs> yeah. And that you didn't feel bad. Cause yeah. like when you don't feel but bad, but then you also have to kind of be like stuck at home, you're like, Oh, I have a lot of things. I actually like probably need to get done that I've been putting off forever. Like I know, I know that's how I was when I was like, I had to stay home and I was sick, but like, I felt fine. I'm like, I have a lot of work around the house I need to do anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a good time to like, I got some work done, got some content stuff done and just stuff around the house. So um, and like walking outside. And I found before we start, I found this, um, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. This mom, this mom cat, and she's like three little kittens. It's like, I live in townhomes and she's like, just lives around the townhomes and the kittens are so cute. They were outside. So I've been like feeding her (laughs) and I'm like, I'm trying to adopt her as like an outside cat. Cause I'm like, do I take the kittens or cause like, it's like cruel. I feel like to take the kittens away from their mom. Cause they're so little, like they're still feeding off her, you know? So, so yeah, that kind of kept me busy yesterday too. (laughs) And I don't know if you saw my story, but me and Will are looking into getting a dog finally um ask you about that I'm so excited for you (laughs) after all this time so I've always wanted a dog and like I had a dog when I was younger but it was one of those things where I was just like allergic to it um and so I've always been allergic to dogs but when I was younger I was allergic to it but I just like suffered because like I wanted a dog um and then I just never got one as an adult because my allergies have just been so bad but then as we talked about before on previous episodes is I did these allergy shots. And so now like, I feel like I can be, or I, I am around dogs and I'm fine now. So I'm like, I really want to get a dog. And so like, we don't know if we want to get a puppy, which is obviously going to be a huge responsibility, yeah. um, and task within itself, or if we want to like adopt an older dog. Um, and so we're kind of going back and forth on, on both of those. So we don't know yet, but I would really like to adopt. I think that that would be that would be a lot of fun and just yeah and it would just make me feel good too to be able to like adopt a dog that is you know at a shelter you should totally do it you should yeah the sweetest dogs there you know what I mean like that would be I think that'd be plus like you said it's not like a puppy where a puppy is a lot of work so yeah Um, I'm glad you guys see a dog though like me being at home by myself always my dogs keep me so much company you know (laughs) Yeah, that's what I keep telling Will. I'm like, I need someone here with me to just because like when I watch my um, parent in laws dogs, or or dog single singular dog, um, I love having her here, because I'm just so like lonely, which you know, I like to an extent, but also it's nice to just have like, a dog to kind of just play with, you know, like walk around, just know that somebody's here with you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, well, I'm excited for you guys because her babies are the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, so digging into our topic, I am super excited about this because I feel like it's something I, I feel like I'm talking about this a lot just with clients and people who I talk to on Instagram. Um, so I want to go over today just how to make the most out of your training and out of your workouts because with strength training, I feel like it's so easy to just go through the motions. I know I did when I first started because I didn't know any better, you know? Um, so today, again, we want to kind of go over like, you know, you want you want to understand the purpose of strength training, like what you're aiming for, making it, you know, doing it with intention, how to, you know, to how to ensure that you're challenging yourself in your workouts. Um, and ultimately, we'll give you some tips and tricks too on how to like structure your workouts. If you're someone who like doesn't work with a coach, you're like, 
where do I start? How many days do I go, etc. So we're going to kind of dive into that today. And I think it'll be really, really helpful. Like, I'm like, gosh, I wish I would have had this talk when I first started because <laughs> I wasted so much time <laughs> not having the right mindset with strength training and just, you know, just going through the motions um, when I first started. So, which I'm sure set me back a little bit. So, yeah, I literally like, I had no idea what I was doing when I first started strength training. I think like, well, no one, like when, when someone first gets started going to the gym, they don't necessarily even think of like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and start strength training and like, you know, killing the weights. Like they're more so like, I need to go to the gym and just lose some weight. Like that's typically what you hear. Um, or someone that's just like, I want to go to the gym and I want to get stronger. Like, you know, so there's those typical scenarios that you hear from individuals, but we want to emphasize like going to the gym is much more than, Hey, I just want to lose weight. Um, like as yes, you're going to be expending calories, but also to like, what's the purpose of going to the gym and how to get kind of like the most out of it and get the biggest bang for your buck while you're there. Right. And like what you should actually be focusing on versus just like going to the gym, doing like a bunch of cardio or just doing like random movements that make no sense. And you're, you know, they're like changing every day or changing every week and just like not having that consistency within your training, if that makes sense. So really we'll start out with just like how to make the most out of, you know, the training side of things and what the purpose of strength training is. Um, So it's more so about getting stronger, right? Because when you're in building muscle and muscle is just so great for your body and so great for changing the body composition that typically most women are like seeking out to, to get like looking toned or being more fit. Um, like, you know, that's what we're kind of striving for and losing some body fat in the process. Like, and, and the more muscle that you have, the more, um, what do you want to say? Like the, the better your body is metabolically, which also helps you lose body fat as well, if that makes sense. So, um, muscle on your body, the more that you have, the better it is. Um, and the better it is for your overall health as well. So it's not just to get toned, but also it's great for your health too. Um, and so, you know, it's not just about doing like as many exercises as you can do going into the gym, but, and, and, you know, just trying to get your heart rate up as high as you can and sweat as much as you can, because typically I feel like that's what we see as well as like people go into the gym and just start doing a bunch of like high intensity exercises, um, you know, which can be beneficial to an extent, but doing some every single day, um, it's just kind of counterproductive to what your goal may actually be if, in that, if that goal is building muscle and getting stronger, doing hits and doing a bunch of cardio machines, like probably isn't the best like solution for that, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. And I feel like it's a really big misconception about strength training. And honestly, if you have that mindset of going into the gym and just, I got to get my heart rate up and do a million different exercises, like you're actually going to miss out on the benefits of like what strength training can provide. Like Courtney said, like with strength training, we're there to build muscle, to get stronger, you know, and when I say build muscle, I know a better term I should, we should use is, you know, getting toned, <laughs> getting toned to building muscle is the same thing. You know, when you, you, when you guys think of that physique that you want, typically you're like, this is what we hear a lot. We're like, we want like a tight waist and, you know, um, around booty and like nice legs, nice arms. Like that's muscle, like building muscle gets you there. So that's why, again, we want to dig into this because that's the beauty. Like you can't get that without strength training, um, and then doing it properly and, you know, doing it with intention and having a purpose behind every set and every rep. Um, and also to like, 
something I've seen a lot. And again, I used to do this too. I'm, I'm based myself off a lot of experiences. Like you don't want to like just do an exercise to do it. Like if you're like, okay, I got this lower body day, like just going to go through the motions, you know, just kind of do whatever. It's like at that point, like you're, again, you're not getting the benefits out of strength training. You're just there to be there. And ultimately like that's, that's really counterproductive. <laughs> I don't want to say it's like you wasting your time, but it, it kind of is, you know, like I said, I used to do that. I would just kind of, Oh, I'm going to do some legs today and just kind of go through the motions. And it's like, when I could, if I'm already there, I might as well like give every rep a purpose, make sure I'm there with intention, get it done and move on from it. You know? So, um, I think just having purpose and intention behind every, you know, every exercise and every rep, just making sure that, you know, you're really working hard. Like I said, we're going to kind of dig into that and how to ensure that you're challenging yourself enough, but having that mindset of like, not trying to just rush through it, not trying to just do it to, to do it, you know, to say you did it. It's more or less like, again, having purpose and that mindset alone and like practicing that will make a huge, huge difference in your physique. I promise. <laughs> And this isn't to say that like, you know, that going to the gym is, you know, you going to the gym and moving your body isn't a good thing because it is like any movement, any activity, any change that you make in that situation of, you know, maybe you never did that before. You never moved your body. Maybe you sat on the couch more often than, um, anything, but now you, you decided to go to the gym, move your body, get on the treadmill, whatever it may be like, those things are extremely beneficial. Um, but we're more so talking about like, someone that is going to the gym and they're getting started with, you know, trying to figure out how to use weights and like, they're pretty good at like going to the gym and being consistent. So like, if you are being consistent, you are showing up, then like, you know, let's get the big, like the biggest bang for our buck. Let's like do the things that are going to serve us a better purpose. Um, while we're there, because a lot of times what we'll hear too, is like, well, I'm just not making any more progress or like, I don't get why, you know, I, I am not building more muscle or I don't get why my body isn't changing or it's not looking the way that I want it to look, or it's not changing the way that I want it to change. And typically, um, that's because of, you know, nutrition also plays a huge factor in that, but also too, you know, you're probably just stagnant in your training and you don't know how to apply progressive overload. You don't know how to get stronger in the gym and focus on continually, trying to get stronger with your exercises, ex- executing those exercises, you know, properly as well, um, because those alone can make the biggest difference as well. Yeah, no, that's a good point you brought up too, because again, getting to the gym in general is amazing. So we're not like, we're, we're talking about, again, just digging into like strength training and just trying to get, like, if you are someone who was looking into strength training or someone who does strength training, you're like, I feel like I'm not progressing or I'm not, you know, I'm kind of plateaued. Like this, this, this episode will help you a lot to help you ensure that you're challenging yourself because challenging yourselves, especially when you first start out, it's hard because it's hard because you're trying to figure out where your strength lies. You're trying to figure out what weight to use. And, um, you know, it's, it's a really hard concept to push yourself when no one's there pushing you, you know, doing it for you. It's like, you know, it's, it's definitely a hard mindset and it takes time. So, like I said, we're going to kind of go over, um, you know, how to kind of practice that and get yourself to where you push yourself. I feel like even now it's like, sometimes I'll catch, I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. Sometimes I'll still catch myself. Like I'm pushing myself, but like, I'm like, I could have pushed myself harder on that last set, you know? And like, so I'm not saying like every workout's going to be perfect, but just learning how to push yourself and like push past your limits, you know, eventually is everything. And it makes the biggest difference. Um, like the intensity of your workouts are everything. And this, these are just a few ways that you can help ensure that you're challenging yourself. You don't have, you know, most of us don't have someone there yelling in our face, telling us to keep going. So we have to build that, you know, within our mind. <laughs> um, so you guys may have heard this term before, but 
progressive overload is everything. What that means is you're just overloading the muscle with more weight or more reps, shorter rest breaks, et cetera. So for example, let's say that you have three sets of shoulder press with you know, you have three sets, 15 reps each. Let's say you do fives. The first set, you have five pound dumbbells. You do 15 reps. You're like, wow, that was so easy. So next set, you, don't, you wouldn't stay with the fives. You would want to increase weight as long as your form is in check, which we'll go over that eventually as well. So the beauty of that is like, you're constantly challenging yourself. If you just stay with the fives and you're just kind of doing, you know, going through the motions, it's too easy. It's like, you're not working that muscle as well as you could be like, yeah, you're still getting some movement in, um, you're still working the muscle, but you want to challenge yourself. You know, the stronger that we get in our workouts, the more muscle we're going to build, the more we're going to change our body composition. Um, so you just always have to think, how can I get stronger? Can I increase weight next set and keep my form, get my reps? Perfect. Try it. If not, okay, perfect. I'll increase my reps next set since my form was a little sacrificed. Like I said, we're going to go over form as well. Um, but just thinking like you have to have that mindset of every set. How can I get stronger for the next set? <laughs> and like I said, this is something that might be hard at first for beginners because you're just starting to kind of get into the groove of strength training. So this isn't something that's going to happen overnight that you're going to learn how to do, but just like having that mindset as you go along will help so, so much. Um, and also too, like something that I see so often. And like I said, I used to, all these things that I'm going over, this is how I used to think or something I experienced was there's no such thing as an, there shouldn't be no such thing as an easy exercise. So I literally remember when I was younger and I first started going to the gym with my sister, I would love like, you know, these upper body workouts. Cause I feel like, Oh, this is easy. Great. And it's like, it should not be easy. I saw something on Courtney's story the other day. She was doing rear delt, um, reverse pec deck flies. So it's like a really, your rear delt's a really small muscle. So I always remember thinking like, this is such an easy exercise, but it shouldn't be like, you should still be pushing yourself and focusing on that movement and pushing yourself with weight or reps to make that challenging. Like there shouldn't be no such thing as an easy exercise. Obviously there are some that are going to be like, like, for example, tricep push downs are typically going to be less exhausting than like heavy leg press, but still, you should still be challenging yourself in every movement that you are doing and every exercise that you're completing. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that video up because rear delt flies is something that I've actually, like, I never really progress, like I never really focused on like progressing in them because I'm like, Eh, it's whatever. Like I'll just go in and just like do my reps. Um, and yeah. they were always relatively easy. Um, same thing with like seated leg extensions. I would always just like do them, but never really challenge myself. Like they were hard, but like, I totally could have like do more weight in them. Right. So like you'd feel the burn, but yeah. like you totally could be doing, like I could be doing more weight. And that's something that I never like, so just some specific exercises, right? Like I never really like push myself on or like really force that like growth. And I think the biggest thing, um, that you said was like that challenge, like you always should be challenging yourself, um, in any aspect of your life, but definitely when it comes to training, like if you're getting bored with your exercises or bored with your training, like it's probably because you're not pushing yourself to get stronger, um, and challenging yourself, because typically if you're doing those things, it can be pretty exciting to see yourself getting stronger and actually trying to go into the gym and like lift heavier and like, see if you can challenge yourself and beat what you did last week or the week before. Um, and you know, that's not always the case, but that's the ultimate goal is to like go in and to get stronger. But ever since I started doing rear delt flies and like, I actually started pushing myself on those I've seen a significant difference in my rear delts and in like the growth in them. I'm like, wow, like where did those come from? And it's because I've been applying progressive overload to that specifically to that muscle, which I never really focused on before. So I've seen 
a difference, but also not just like physically seeing it, but also the, the changes in the weight that I've been able to progress in. So it is a big difference in terms of like going in and, and being able to like see yourself get stronger, which I think that's one of the most addicting parts about training, um, is that you can always get better and you can always learn and you can always grow. And again, like in the beginning, you know, you're just like flopping around weight normally and not really knowing what's going on or how you're doing it. Um, or if you're doing it right, like it just all doesn't make sense yet. Um, but the more like videos, the more training that you get, the more, like if you work with a coach, like all of those things are going to get better and it's all going to make more sense of like what we're talking about. But especially again, if you've been in the gym for a little while and you kind of sort to know what you're doing. Um, but you're not like, you're not applying the progressive overload side of things, or you're not, um, you know, trying to get stronger, but you kind of feel like stagnant. And again, it's hard to push yourself. Like it's not easy, um, because you have to be that own kind of like person in your head of like, you can do more, like you can keep going. And so like, it takes time to accumulate that type of mindset as well when it comes to your training. But the more that you practice it now, the better that you're going to get at it. And the more that you're going to be able to like push yourself in those exercises that you're doing and getting stronger in them. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And to, you know, like Courtney said, the fun part of strength training too is not only seeing the changes that you feel like that you see in your body from it, um, but also getting stronger. And one way to ensure you're getting stronger is like, first thing is like, you should totally have a plan in place. And I mean, that could be, even if you don't, if you don't work with a coach, obviously if you work with a coach, you have some type of plan that you're following, but even if you look online and find something like write it down in your notes on your iPhone, like something like that, you've probably, you guys have probably seen people with like notebooks in, um, like in the gym, that's what they're doing. They have their workout written down, they're writing down what weight they're doing, but just in general, having a plan and honestly like sticking to that same workout plan for I mean I would say at least four to eight weeks I've even stuck to mine longer and like Courtney said like you you shouldn't get bored or it shouldn't become too easy like honestly typically if you have a pretty structured split like it should never be too easy because you can always be challenging yourself and wait or reps <laughs> um so just having a plan that's a mistake I made for years in my fitness journey like I had this mindset of like I'm just going to go in the gym. I have no plan. I'm going to do what I feel. And I'm just going to go and like, I'm going to train hard as hell until I can't move. (laughs) And I thought that was like, cool. You know, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is what you're supposed to do. And that's like, honestly, not the case. Like you need to train smarter, not harder. (laughs) And, you know, I definitely wasn't recovering enough back then. Like, I remember I was eating enough, but I remember like my arms being so achy and I'd be like, what can I train at the gym today? Maybe I'll do like calves and abs. Like I was just obsessed with going to the gym. And like, I, I don't get achy now ever. And I train way harder now than I did then. So just because I wasn't recovering enough and I was doing way too much. So like, you really can overtrain, um, you know, if you're not eating enough and just like, you know, if you're not going about it in a smart manner. Um, so that's something that's hard for beginners at first too. Cause you're like, Hey, what, how am I, how am I training harder? It's something that you'll just learn as you go. And, and again, we're going to give you some tips on like how to structure your workouts, um, to ensure you, you know, you don't make the same mistakes that I did <laughs> just going until you couldn't move my arms. Yeah. It's horrible. It makes me cringe when I think about that. Um, but like yeah. again with, Oh, sorry, Courtney, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, yeah. Like the, in the beginning, I feel like if you, the gym can kind of be addicting. Like if you like going and you like feel like really good when you go, obviously, um, like it can be kind of addicting because it's also kind of just a place to like escape and like, you know, just be like by yourself and, and focus on that. And so like, 
I always found that it was like addicting. So I wanted to go like every single day. Um, And just like you said, like going and training like calves and abs, like I would (laughs) never go to the gym now just to train calves and abs, but like (laughs) before, like, you know, you want to just go like every day all the time and you just like love going. But um, the best way to progress is like you said, like not doing like less is, is better typically like train smarter, not harder when it comes to your training now. And like, I've been doing the same training split for like six months. And there's only been a couple variables that we've changed in terms of like the tempo, um, of the exercises or the, um, you know, like the, the reps that we're doing and things like that change, but the same exercises I've been doing for, six months, over six months now. And I've continually progressed in them because I've been focusing on form. I've been focusing on like connecting to the muscles that I'm using. And I've also been focused on like slowing down movements to like make me feel them more and like understand like them more of hitting those exercises better, but also having control over those exercises. So, you know, going into the form side of things and being able to actually perform the exercise you're doing while keeping your form, but also while progressing in those exercises is super important. So like, you don't just want to be slinging around a bunch of heavy weight that looks terrible. Like we don't want to do that. And I always like to like tell my clients that like, you don't want to look silly doing an exercise. Like if you look silly, you're probably using way too much weight. Like if you can't control that weight and that weight is, is controlling you, that weight is too heavy. Like you want to have complete control over the weight that you're utilizing, because if you don't, then you're more likely prone to injury for one, but also two, you're not getting the the benefit of the exercise because you're probably not able to execute it correctly the way that you need to execute it in and use the muscles that you're actually trying to use, right? So like if you're going way too heavy on RDLs, you're more so going to probably be straining your back than you are actually being able to use your glutes and your hamstrings for that exercise, right? So like it's all just, it goes hand in hand together of like being able to get strong, but also not sacrificing your form and also focusing on, you know, the muscles that you're actually trying to use as well and slowing down those like exercises. And that's something that I've always like, was like a non-negotiable for me is like, I don't care how much weight I'm using. Like my form has to be absolutely perfect. And I want to perfect that until like, before I start trying to lift a bunch of heavy weight, which is also probably why I've never injured myself in the gym and I've been training for a long time. Um, and also too, like I get that compliment from just about every single person, like in the gym, outside of the gym, people that watch my videos is like, I have really great form. And it's because I've worked really hard to perfect the form side of things because I want to execute those exercises correctly. Yeah, no form for like Courtney said, form is everything and you should never sacrifice that to get more weight ever. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to, you know, try a new weight and sometimes our form may be sacrificed, but that's your sign. Don't keep doing it. So, okay, next set I need to go back down and wait to make sure that my form is correct. Because like Courtney said, when you sacrifice your form, not only are you taking away from the movement, you're taking tension off the muscle you're actually using, but also you're increasing your chance of injury. And that's just like, there's no need for it. And like Courtney said, like we've, I hate to knock on wood, <laughs> we've never been injured in the doing this for so long, you know, and it's because obviously with our with recovery and eating adequately, et cetera, but also with having good form, no matter how, like how low we have to start in weight. Um, and this is something I see a lot too, is like, you know, my clients would be like, okay, I was able to like increase weight and squat, but I feel like I didn't go as low in, in my 
and my squats. I'm like, okay, send me a video. So again, if like my client, if they're not hitting depth and they increase weight, then I'm like, no, go back down and wait. Let's keep hitting that depth. And like, when you have the right form, you'll get stronger from there. You know, you will get stronger slowly. It's better to start low, like Courtney said, and, you know, like perfect your form and then just increase weight from there because you will gradually get stronger, especially if you're overloading the muscle, you know, with weight or reps as you go, but form is everything. Never sacrifice it. <laughs> you guys have probably seen like videos online um, or I've just seen things in the gym where I like have literally gone up to them and I'm like, I'm like, I'm just trying to tell you, like, you're going to hurt your back. <laughs> it's just like the coach in me. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm like, you know, like, like I just remember I was so young and there was this kid who was in the gym that was really young and he was doing so much weight and it looked like I felt bad because I just don't think he didn't know, but he like had like so much weight on his back. He was squatting. He was like all the way bent over. Like it looked like he was doing a good morning, but he was squatting. And I remember I was like, I'm just letting you know, like, you know, you might want to, like, I said it really nicely. I didn't say it like condescendingly at all. And he was like, so pissed. <laughs> he was like, just looked at me and I'm like, I was just letting you know. Cause like, I've, you know, I've seen people hurt themselves on squat, but anyway, again, you just never want to sacrifice like your form. And like, especially if you're in the gym, like I feel like it's not really as much of a common issue for women. I feel like a lot of us don't like ego lift, but like, like ego lift, just it's ego lifting, which is where you just want to do a bunch of weight, no matter what your form looks like, you know, we just don't want that because you're not getting anything out of that. If anything, if anything, it might, it might cause an injury or, you know, it's going to do more harm than good. So we cannot stress that enough that form is everything. <laughs> There's definitely been times where I want to like ego lift on certain exercises, but I'm like, it takes away from the execution side of like what you're trying to like, you know, do. So like doing a hack squat, for example, like you can use your whole body to get that weight up and down, but essentially like my goal is to like grow my legs. So I want to try to keep as much tension, like in my quads as I possibly can, but I want to, sometimes I want to go way too heavy on those. And I'm in, then my whole body is just like taking over. And I'm just at that point, just trying to get the weight up and I'm not executing the way that I want it to be like executed, if that makes sense. Um, and so like, I want to perform these exercises in a way that I feel like is benefiting the goals that I have. So that's, you know, if I'm a power, like if I'm getting ready for a powerlifting meet, my goal probably isn't to have the most perfect form ever. Like normally my goal is to just get as much weight up as I can in the safest way possible. Like sometimes when it comes to lifting really heavy, your form does get sacrificed maybe on your last like rep or so. Um, but typically like once my form starts to fail, like after that rep, I'm like done. Like I'm not trying to continue to keep getting reps after my form has already broke. Um, because again, that just leads to injuries and is not great for anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good point you bring up too, because it, it's so easy for that to happen. And again, it's so different for like, you know, what your goals are. And we're not saying that like, there's been plenty of time, like Courtney said, where I've, you know, I've been confident, like, okay, you know what, I'm going to go up and wait. And like, either my form was a little sacrificed, or if I was going for a heavy deadlift, I couldn't even pick it up <laughs> off the ground and my, it hurt my back a little bit, you know, like these things may happen. And you know, th that's not considered like ego lifting. It's more or less like, you know, sometimes you will try to get more weight. That's how you get stronger, that's how you get your nervous system used to holding more weight. But also you just want to be careful that like, if you notice that you don't keep trying to do it, <laughs> um, you know, right away, like, okay, I'm going to try it again. I'm, I'm just going to stay here for this weight. I don't care if my form, you know, if my form sucks, I'm going to keep doing like you don't want to have that mindset because that will hurt you <laughs> and actually take away from the movement it's really similar to to like hip thrust I feel like like hip thrust barbell I feel like I see a lot of videos where people are doing a ton of weight which is great it's impressive but it's like 
it's yeah. one of those things where like you're not typically if you're going way too heavy you're not feeling it like for me I feel hip thrust so much better like all my glutes when I do maybe 225 pounds versus 400 pounds it's like if I do 400 pounds of hip thrust I'm just thrusting it in the air like I can't control it um it's I, I'm not really feeling it my glutes more or less it's using so much momentum it's like I'd rather drop down to 220, 225 pounds of hip, that I'm doing of hip thrust and feel it and control it. Um, because again, yeah. it, and it does depend on like what your goals are, you know what I mean? But typically, you know, if you're wanting to build your booty and, you know, you're really focused on aesthetics, like you want to slow down the movement, you want to focus on form and, you know, not focus so much on how much weight you're using. Obviously you want to challenge yourself to increase weight, but not saying, oh, I have to do 400 pounds and no matter what my form looks like. So Hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, everybody's training style is different too, like yeah. based off of what your goal is. Like my goal of now of like growing my lower half in my training is totally different than what it was when I was getting ready for a powerlifting meet. Like right. it's just, it's different. The execution of the exercises are different. Um, but more so, you know, again, it's just dependent on your goals, but typically individuals that come to us and like the reason that we're really making this, um, episode is because most women that come to us, like they want to lose weight. They want to be more toned. They want to be like stronger. They want to be like less achy. They want to have more like mobile joints, things like that. Um, and definitely like what, with just like body composition changes of losing body fat, building muscle, like this will make a big difference in learning how to apply progressive overload to your training, but also be able to do that with proper form. And I will say that like with form, you will learn a crap ton about your form. If you take videos of yourself. Um, and that is the best way that I have learned by that, but also by having like my own coach as well, that I can like a more experienced individual that I can also send my videos to and be like, Hey, can you look at this and give me feedback on like what I could change. Right. So like, I feel like that's like a huge perk of having a coach is like being able to train, like to take videos of yourself and be able to send them to your coach, which we do that with our clients as well. And then that way we can correct our form and we can get better. And with corrected form and better execution, we're also able to get stronger. So, um, you know, those two things are just really like super beneficial in that sense as well. Yes. Yeah. That's a good point you bring up too with like filming yourself because that's really how you learn, how you can watch. Like I always like to watch in like a mirror or also film yourself because then you can always look back at it. Or if you have a coach, you can send it to them and that way you can double check it. Or you can even like, if you don't have a coach, you can record it and like watch like videos online of like, you know, maybe a trainer you follow or someone who you trust and who has, you know, good credibility to ensure that like, you know, watch their form and compare it to yours. Like, okay, perfect. I'm doing this right. Maybe I should tweak this. <laughs> Um, so again, we can't stress enough how important form is. And it's something that it's every, I mean, it's like the, the foundation of workouts. You know, if we don't have good form, like we could train for 10 years, if we don't have good form and actually work the muscles that we're trying to work versus someone who has good form for 10 years and works the muscles, like those are going to be two completely different physiques, you know? So it, it just makes a big difference to ensure that you're training with purpose and intention and having good form and not just doing the exercise to do them and not just like doing random weight and, you know, using momentum to do it, like having a purpose and really focusing on the muscle and controlling it and having good form. I promise you that will make the biggest difference in your workouts and just like your overall like muscular development. Um, but yeah. And then also just for like some of you who, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you don't work with a coach or you're like, where do I start? How do I structure my workout? So we wanted to give you just some like general like tips that can help you. Um, so like we talked about earlier, as far as like having a plan is everything, like you don't want to make the mistake of just going into the, into the gym and doing whatever. We've talked about this on episode before, 
about overcoming gym intimidation, just having a plan in place, it helps in so many, in so many ways. So like I said, even if it's something that you write down in that you found online that you write down in your notes, you know, on your iPhone or whatever, um, ensuring that you just have a plan in place and, you know, sticking to that plan for at least like four to eight weeks, I would say. And like Courtney said, I mean, she's been doing the same split for six months. And I'm so glad that you talked about that because I follow the same workout split for a long time as well. And I just really try to get stronger. And like, you know, if you can record what weight you use, watch yourself get stronger, really perfect each movement. Um, can't stress that enough. I feel that a lot of people make mistakes of like changing workouts up every week. I'm sure it, you know, you can still progress from that, but you're really, really going to progress more when you are staying consistent to one structured split, assuming that the split is again, you're doing everything you're supposed to. It, it's, it's correct. Um, and just pushing yourself in that it's going to make a big difference versus changing things up, changing things up every week. I used to do that. When I look back at that, I'm like, my workouts were so chaotic. Like I would just go with the flow <laughs> and it, it makes such a difference having a plan. <laughs> definitely in the beginning I feel like that could work but eventually things are just not going to um, keep progressing like maybe they did when you first got started because I always like like you know they call it like the newbie gains like you're getting into the gym you're lifting weights like even if you don't have a structured plan and you're doing the same things every week and like you're not you know applying progressive overload you could still probably see progress because you're still like introducing this new like stimulus to your muscles that it's not used to um even with different exercises but eventually you're going to get to the point where that doesn't work anymore like i can't change my exercises every week like i have the only way for me to progress is to do the same exercises over and over and over again and to get stronger at them and to like progress and execute them better, things like that. Um, but yeah, being in a position to be able to just train and like be in a spot where you can progress and get stronger is like the, the fun part about it too. And like exciting part of like about getting stronger. And if you don't track those things and you have no idea, then you have no idea if you're getting stronger. Um, and so you just, you aren't, if you aren't tracking it, you just don't know, um, like how to like manage and get better at those things. Because again, you don't have that data. So like write it down in like a journal, write it down in your phone notes, like whatever you need to do to be able to keep track of those things, to be able to keep track of your weight, um, to make sure that you're, you know, progressing on a weekly or every couple week basis. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And to just like, you know, how I feel like a common question people have is like, how many days do I work out? Like a lot of people think, oh, I need to go to the gym every single day, which is not the case. Again, like we talked about earlier, work smarter, not harder. (laughs) You need rest days, especially as you continue to like master your training. You know, you're really going to be pushing yourself. Like my, like my theory is like, you should push yourself enough in your workouts throughout the week where you like your body almost needs those rest days. So, I mean, I think in general, like I would say three to five days is like a sweet spot. Um, with five being on the higher end, uh, we have, I would say most of our clients go three or four days. I mean, at least most of mine go three to four days, sometimes even less. Like if someone's brand new to strength training, let's say your listeners, do you have never strength trained in your life? I always say two full body days is a great start. <laughs> um, and I'm sure Courtney, I know that Courtney may have different opinions as well, but you know, again, this is just different for each person. But two full bodies, that way your body's getting used to it and you're not going like so hard, like going every single day where your body's going to be so sore you can't even move because we don't want that at the beginning. You know, we want to ease you into it. <laughs> um, and again, ensuring you're giving yourself rest days. Like a lot of the girls, when they, when they first start, like, 
a question that I have on my form is like, you know, how many days do you think you're realistically be able to work out? And they're like, every day, I, I can go to the gym every day. I'm like, we don't need to do that. <laughs> we have to ensure that we're resting. We don't want to burn out. So, um, so I always say three to five is just a really like good sweet spot. Like I go five days a week and that's like perfect for me. Like I honestly, my body needs those two, two rest days because I'm so like drained and like not drained, but like my body just needs it. You know, it needs, we, we actually grow outside the gym, you know, in the gym where we're breaking down our muscles. And then when we eat and sleep and rest outside the gym, that's when we actually grow and recover. And then you give yourself enough time to recover, to push yourself in your next workout. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like a yeah. never ending cycle. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good point that you bring up is like, you don't actually grow when you're in the gym working out, like you grow outside of the gym when you're resting in your body um, and your muscles actually have time to recover. Um, and they do that through resting. So if you're trying to go to the gym every single day and like do different exercises every single day, um, like it's really counterproductive to the progress that you could be making if you were actually taking rest days. And like you, and like we said earlier, being intentional with like the exercises that you are doing while you're in the gym. So typically, like, like you said, my clients are on like three to four days a week and like only my experienced clients are doing five days a week, but I have no clients that train more than five days a week because it's absolutely not necessary. Um, and so with, with that, like I only train four to five days a week. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I only do four, sometimes I do five. It depends on the recovery of my body and like what I feel like I need, because it's just very dependent. And if you're training good and you're training hard and you're trying to get stronger in the exercises and in the workouts that you're doing, you typically need those rest days and your body will be like, Hey, I'm feeling wrecked right now. Like I need to take a rest day. Um, and so over time, you know, you'll get better at recognizing the way that your body is responding to things. But, um, definitely like if you're feeling run down, you're feeling fatigued. Like, I feel like we've talked about this before on past episodes, but like, if you're feeling like really, really off and you're doing workouts, it's probably because you need a rest day and your body is trying to communicate that to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's everything. And that's something again, at the beginning of my fitness journey, I never want to take rest days. I didn't understand the importance of rest. Right. Days. You no, know, I was just like, Oh, the more I go to the gym, the better. And like, I was like obsessed with the gym too. I mean, I'm still obsessed with the gym, but like, I also know that like my body needs to recover and I need these rest days. Um, and that, you know, like when you have the mindset of like, okay, my body is resting, recovering outside the gym. Again, as long as you're pushing yourself in those, you know, three to four, three to five days, two to five days, however many days you're going, that you're really pushing yourself there. You know, we're not just going through the motions, you know, your body does need that rest to recover. Um, and that's a huge, like a huge, huge aspect. Like I, I feel like I set myself back a lot in my fitness journey at the beginning, because again, I wasn't giving my body enough rest to recover. And I, I always like, now when I think about it, like when I go in my workouts now, I feel so good. I feel so recovered where I'm able to like really, really push myself. But back then, because I wasn't giving myself that enough time, I really wasn't able to push myself as much as I do now, you know? So again, it's more like quality versus quantity here. <laughs> and you just have, it's, if you have the mindset of like, you know, the more, the better, definitely just remember, it's not about that. It's quality over quantity for sure. <laughs> when it comes to workouts. Um, and to just like, you know, I always say like a good, like if you're someone maybe who's strength training and you're like, I go to the gym, like three days, four days a week. I don't really, I kind of just do whatever. I feel like it's a common issue. Like a, our clients that come to us have where if they've been trained, they're like, I just don't know what to do in the gym. So 
A really good split, I feel like for someone who has some experience, it's called push-pull legs and something you could always look up online too. So um, this is like a way you can structure your workouts. If Again, if you're like someone who kind of is like, a not like a beginner, like you're, you're kind of used to going to the gym, you lift some weights, you just don't know how to structure it. So like a push day would be like your chest, shoulders, triceps, because you're pushing. Pull day would be back, biceps, rear delts, and then of course a leg day. That's like a really good like general of thumb of like a split that you can do, you know, three days a week. Cause that way you're hitting every muscle <laughs> and ensuring that you're hitting, you know, all the right muscles and not missing any or like overdoing, um, overtraining any muscles either. So that's always, and if you like look online, you can literally find like push, pull leg workouts. I'm sure again, that's not going to be like customized to you if you don't have a coach or anything, but it's still like a good, like general rule of thumb. <laughs> um, and then also choose like, you know, with like we keep saying like you want to train smarter not harder so don't try to do a million different workouts exercises in one workout like like me like when I used to do it like I say no more than eight and eight being on like the very high end <laughs> I would say again most of like our like my um advanced clients who have been training for a while like they typically have eight there's like one client I have that has maybe nine on her upper body day but that's like the maximum <laughs> the max like typically it should be a little lower than that and I'd say three to four sets of each exercise and again this is going to be dependent on like the person and their experience this is just like a a general rule of thumb sorry that was so (laughs) long-winded yeah I think that's a like typically no more than eight exercises a good way to structure it um and even just going like online and finding like there's so many things out there nowadays but going online and finding like a push pull legs workout. Like there's so many out there that you could probably utilize and then just picking, um, you know, picking those and having some sort of structure going into the gym will be super beneficial in that sense. And then just using that, you know, workout that you found online to be able to progress in those. So, um, you know, is that the best way to go? No, but also that's probably better than going in and having no plan and not knowing like, you know, and, and just doing like a bunch of random exercises. So write down, pick, pick some exercises, like learn how to kind of build your workouts as well. Um, with like something like a push pull legs, leg day that you can find online, or you could always message, um, either of us and we can always like help you kind of build out a workout. And, and then, you know, you go from there and kind of just progress in the gym on your own. Um, but that's a general rule of thumb is like, you know, no more than eight exercises doing like three to four sets of those exercises, typically, you know, being within the range of like eight to 15 reps per exercise. So it's just dependent on the exercise, but, um, but, you know, picking those and just continually, again, trying to get stronger and progress at them, executing them better, all of those things, um, to ensure that you're, you know, getting the best out of those workouts that you are performing. Yes. Yeah. And just, and just overall guys, you know, in this episode, it's just, you know, when we go to the gym or whether you're working out from home, you just want to make sure that like Courtney said earlier, you're getting the most bang for your buck. Like you want to make sure that like you're dedicating this time to work out, whether it's a half hour, whether it's an hour, you know, make sure you're giving it your all while you're in there. You know, not every day you're going to feel the full burst of energy and, you know, not every workout's going to be perfect, but again, just having that constant mindset of pushing yourself. How can I challenge myself next set? Um, you know, just ensuring that you're increasing weight or increasing reps when you can, you know, when you need to, to ensure that you're challenging and overloading the muscle and just having this mindset and constantly keeping that thought in the back of your head while you're training, 
I promise you it'll take you really, really far. And you can just, that's the beauty of like strength training is like you, you can just never plateau. Like there's always something else you can do, whether it's increasing weight, increasing reps, you know, shorter rest breaks, um, you know, time under tension. Like there's so many other things you can do to keep your body progressing. That's the beauty of strength training is like, you'll never plateau <laughs> assuming you have all your other ducks in a row, as far as nutrition, water, all that. But, you know, we've covered that in other calls as well. We just want to dial in on training here, but um, overall, again, we just hope this helps you in terms of just getting the most out of your training because it is such a big part of like success along your fitness journey and we want you guys all to understand that like I wish I would have had this pep talk <laughs> when I first started because I think it would have changed my life and I'd be a lot farther now than I am now <laughs> I'd be a lot farther along my fitness journey than I am now but I'm thankful to have learned all this and experienced it because now we can teach you guys and you guys you know can learn from our mistakes <laughs> yeah for sure and you know just being able to remember that you know you just want to get stronger you want to go into the gym with that intention and that will make all the difference and even if you're working out at home like this should still be your goal like your goal should still be to get stronger if like you're running out of heavier weights get get more heavier weights <laughs> if you can um if that's possible but also too there you know there's other variables that you could do to still be able to progress with the weights that you do have you know in terms of slowing down like the exercises executing them better um you know taking shorter rest periods all of those things you know doing different rep ranges like all those things can be beneficial too but the goal is to just not stay the same like you want to be growing you want to be challenging yourself and you want that to be changing like your workouts again, should never be easy. You should never be like, oh, okay, well, like all those exercises were easy. Like what else can I add at the end of this workout? Like sometimes I'll get that from, from clients, like, you know, cause they have six, seven exercises. They're like, well, that just seemed too easy. So like I added this at the end, I added, I'm like, no, like if you're adding things at the end, like you're not working hard enough on the exercises that you're given. Um, and we need to make some adjustments there. So that's typically, you know, what, like just remember that when you're going into your workouts. So hopefully this was helpful. Um, and if you guys ever, you know, need anything or have any questions about training, like feel free to message us. We've been doing this for a very long time and we're always continuing to like learn and get better and grow within like training as well, because we, we love it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And like, like Courtney said, follow our socials. Links are always at the bottom. Our inboxes are always open. We're always happy to answer questions and um, get you guys started on the right track. So we appreciate you guys so much for listening to this episode. We hope it was helpful. I know it's a lot of info here, but um, super, super helpful info. Just, you know, remember us talking to you in the back of your mind when you're training and I promise it'll take you so far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.